welcome back to the Opinionated Podcast. We missed you all last week. Sorry, hey, we just couldn't get our schedules right. But here we are, week three, right before the Thursday night game. I'm your host, AJ, back with uh, the, the trio. We have B and J. What's going on, gentlemen? Say hello to everybody out there. How you guys doing? What's going on, fellas? Week three in the books. Now, again, we, we, we had our week one coverage. We looked ahead to our week two. I think I was – I think I, I, I didn't get any picks right for the week two ones. But we also had our week one overreactions. We missed week two. Here we are for week three. And and what a what a good week three it was. Even though I, I I'm pretty sure everybody would agree with me. Man, those afternoon games were just so damn boring. I mean, if anybody if anybody disagrees, please let me know. I'd like seeing what? Tampa Bay get beat down. Yeah, I was about to say the Tampa Bay <laughs> and the Rams game wasn't bad. I can't complain on that one. I just yeah. It, Antoine Winfield, anytime he gets burnt, anytime he gets, you know, crossed over, or anytime he's left lane and five yards behind the receiver, I'm clapping. Yeah, I think I think ultimately it's it's one of those situations where you had two of the top three or four teams playing each other. So I would I would never say that that was boring. I think um I think Tampa Bay and, and the Rams are the cream of the crop in the NFC. So um they might even see each other again. So well, it, it sounds like we found our first week three game to talk about. So let's talk about it. The Rams and the Buccaneers. Uh, a lot of people might consider this to be the NFC championship game. Who knows? A lot can happen in the next, what, 14 weeks. Uh, yeah. you know, as you know, injuries, people going to play different. But, I mean, but let's talk about it. So the Rams came out winning 34 to 24. A lead of 10, but I think we can agree that the game wasn't as close as the score, as the score seemed. So, Jay, you've been talking about this, this new look Rams offense all offseason. So let's let's hear it. Talk to us about it. Well, I think that the Rams were already a really good team. And I, I think schematically, they're tough to beat. I think their defense was number one last year. Uh, their their Achilles heel was Jared Golf, and when you substitute a Stafford for Golf, I think you're going to be you're you're going to be in the upper escalon of teams. And I think if you look at this game, the quarterback play difference, which was surprising because you know Tom Brady still threw for 432 yards, but Matthew Stafford much more efficient. Didn't throw as much. They were much more balanced. Four touchdowns, 343 yards. He even got old Deshaun Jackson involved uh, with a long bomb. So, I, I, you know, the lack of run game, uh, the way the Rams defense made Tampa Bay one-dimensional, I think that that was the key. And I think that's something the Rams can do to everybody. I think they can take something away. And I think their offense is very high-powered. So, they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be an extremely tough out. I don't. I don't see it. You know. I. I told you before the start of the season, AJ, that I thought the Rams were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you scoffed. I think that too. But I told you that this team, this team with Matthew Stafford, I think Matthew Stafford is a top five quarterback in this league, and I think they are going to be dangerous. Yeah, I was all in on Stafford. I had no doubts about that. The way that he, everybody, oh well, Detroit didn't win this that. I was all in on Stafford. I was gonna. I if. Somebody told me bet on red, and, and it was Stafford. All my chips are on Stafford. I thought they were Super Bowl contenders, too, right off the bat. Just yeah, because yeah. they can open up so much more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, they lost Cam Akers. I mean, this would even be nastier with uh, Akers back there. I think it could be pretty much anybody. I don't think Cam Akers is that much better than Henderson. And then let's okay. see if Sony Michelle gets going. Um, Sorry. You know, I mean, Akers is probably a better pass catcher and things like that, but uh, I don't think they're really missing too much with him out. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm always going to go against it, especially when everybody wants to pile on one thing in the media. It it, it annoys it annoys the hell out of me. Um, so, does Matthew Stafford hate Robert Woods, Brandon? What's going on? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess, golf like those easy slants, like those easy targets against Woods, but Cup is the one doing the da- damage. 
So is Cup one of the better wide receivers in this league? Is it time we put him into that elite category? I mean, the dude is on a just torrential pace. Yeah, let, let's see if he continues this. I mean, like I said, week three, overreaction. Definitely Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the NFL right now. I think at this point in time, you have to. Absolutely. Um, you know, everybody's going to want to point to longevity. But, you know, you got to take everything case by case. And this is this is certainly one of those things. So let, let's talk about Tampa Bay's defense. This defense that was just on a tear throughout the playoffs completely demoralized the Chiefs. Is it me or do they just look bad? They're banged up a little bit, but um, they they never had a secondary. Their secondary was always suspect. And the reason why they demoralized the Chiefs is because when you rush four, you can just drop everybody back. You don't have to do anything. So, I mean, it was easy for them. But their secondary was always suspect. Tyreek had 200-something yards in the first quarter, first half in that game when, you know, we were full strength. But, um, you know, they're going to be back. Their, their defense would be fine. I'm just more worried about their running game. I don't know if that could be fixed. You know, I know you say the drop four, the, the rush four and drop everyone else in coverage, but that's a strategy that a lot of people have tried against the Chiefs. And so I saw yeah. the Saints just last year. The Saints it's tried that. To, to, to some success, to some success, but um, I, I honestly think it's it's white, and it's the the linebackers are fast, uh, they tackle, they don't they don't allow a lot of yak, as far as last year. So this year, I don't know if if it's a Super Bowl hangover, if they're just trying to find their groove or what, but I mean, I saw Week One Cowboys, you know, slicing through them like butter. Now I think the Cowboys have a really good offense, so like let's just caveat that. Second. You know, I think the worst team in the league, you know, put up a 25 piece on them. And then, um, you know, we saw what happened with the Rams. So, I mean, they played two good teams, I think, if, if you want to count the Cowboys as a good team, Cowboys and, and Rams. And then they I played would, a terrible I would say team. Cowboys are a good team. Yeah, I mean, so far, yeah, they look they look good. But, yeah, so, I mean, I think their defense has taken a step back. But, it, again, it, it's a week three, you know, overreaction. They could, they could be – just like they were last year. Remember, they started off slow last year, too. Um, mm-hmm. They were getting trounced by the Saint. So, we'll see. Well, I think Tom Brady, yeah, threw, 50, yeah, Tom Brady threw 55 times. That's always not a good – you got him throwing right. 55 times. Right. I, I'm, I'm pre- yeah, I don't remember somebody please stat check me, but teams or quarterbacks that throw over 50 pass attempts, it's, they have a, there's, there's a giant losing record with that. Um. There's way more losses than there are wins when a quarterback has more than 50 attempts. Somebody go back and look at it. I hear what you're saying, Jamin. You know, they they started off slow. Yeah, but this is a team that is returning everybody. So it's not as if the excuses were last year, hey, this is a brand-new team. They all need to get in sync. They all need to work together. This is the exact same team from last year, so they shouldn't miss a beat. Granted, they were missing Jason here, Paul, who is in the enforcer on that line, but I mean, they've never had a, a secondary. I don't think a, a very good one. I don't think you're going to run on them, but you can definitely, definitely put throw on them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to hurt them in the long run, but well, they just um, picked up Sherman. So they did, yeah. they did pick up, picked up Sherm. Well, we'll so, see. all right. So, all right, Brandon, hit us with the next week two game. Uh, week two, wait. Oh, three. Week three. Yeah. Week three. Um, I'm going to go with the. Uh. Let's see. There wasn't very many to go from. Um, I'll go with the uh the uh, I'll just go with the Chiefs Chargers game. Um, kudos to the Chargers out there. Good job on you guys, and. Chiefs just looked out of sync. They look like they're trying to do too much. And, you know, we ran the ball pretty well. So Clyde Edwards-Alaire went up for 100 yards. So that's good. I just think that we don't necessarily need to try and do Superman things because it's going to bite you in the butt. But you live and die with that with Mahomes. You live and die. And we didn't get the job done. And the Chargers played excellent. Chargers going ballsy for it and all in fourth and nine. And... Justin Herbert being there, him going and freaking slicing and dicing us up, and they just look like a real team that's going to be a contender. 
what you guys do. I mean, I know you got something over there. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, just in my estimation, the biggest disappointment this season has not been the winless Colts or the New York Giants or Zach Wilson <laughs> or the Seattle Seahawks. It's undisputably the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, this is a this is a ball club that people talked about had the potential to possibly one day go 20 and 0. Uh, they're not wondering about that anymore. I mean, because they're sitting at one and two. Mm-hmm. Now it is three weeks. Um, but it can't be it can't be understated what's happening to this team. I mean, well, they I have would... lost th- they have lost three of their last four starts dating back to last season, and they really should have lost all four. We know they they should be zero and three right now. Why is it should have? Why is it should have? Because he missed because, the, because he botched the punt. Yeah, well, not not just botching the punt, but uh, honestly, man, the Browns let y'all off the hook. They oh, had you dead to right. You act like go we ahead. weren't gonna go down and score on that, even if he punted it off, anyways. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's what Everybody I'm saying. Said, like, oh, he botched the punt. He botched the punt. They gave you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give you a counterpoint on that. So against the Ravens, we mm-hmm. thought, hey, the Chiefs about to go down and score. We were they about to go down it. Yeah. So and what happened? So you can never take stuff for granted. Got that exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, but the, yeah. one of the easiest things to fix on a good team and a good organization is taking care of the ball. That's not going to happen. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, this is his first fumble since like back in college. He didn't fumble all last year. Tyreek Hill hasn't fumbled like the last sixty-something games of the last stat that I saw. That's not going to keep happening, and it's fumbles. And then the interceptions are what off of a, a ball that a, a receiver should have caught and then a bad one trying to make something happen at the end of the game. Mahomes ain't being careless with the ball. He's trying to make something happen because he has to. The no look, maybe he should have just threw it to him, but the receiver hey, receivers in his hands. Honestly, last one on honestly, the Chargers. This, this sounds like a this sounds like a bunch of rationalizations to me, man. I think <laughs> you, so have, not, you, so you have the platinum bar of quarterbacks in Patrick Mahomes. Okay. You know, this, this is a guy that people are talking about, you know, what, what is he, four Dang. seasons in? So yeah, they're talking about this. Defense. No, no, I'm just saying this. This man has thrown mm-hmm. three interceptions to start the season, correct? <laughs> probably more. Probably more. Okay, but he hasn't he, – so he didn't throw a third interception until mid-December of last year. That's fine. He didn't lose a game in January. He, 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 ain't lost, he, he didn't lose his second game until January. And so, Aaron, I mean – and Go Aaron Rodgers has five picks too, doesn't he? Aaron Rodgers ain't got no dang five picks. Brent, I challenge you to be objective right now. Don't try and be defensive of the Chiefs. No, I know. Well, I'm going to talk about Try to look at it objectively. Last, I'm going to try to wait our rank dead last defense. That's what's another thing, too. Ain't nobody playing with that. They're 0 right. 3, probably. You know what I mean? Right. I'm talking about everybody else who has that dead last defense yeah and let me be clear i'm not saying that the the chiefs are a bad team or anything like that we know what we no, know what they, they are bad. i'm just saying well i i was telling aj after the super bowl last year i said listen i think i think the formula has been unlocked to slow down the chiefs does that mean you're going to stifle them every play every game no but i think they have gone from an otherworldly offense that teams are just like hey we cannot stop to now hey we got the formula and if we execute this correctly we can slow them down we can keep them under 30. And so if we got an offense like the Bills or we can put up points like the Ravens or if we can have a really good defense that can slow them down even more like the Chargers, we're going to be able to stay in this game. We're not we don't need to bow to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid anymore. I think that those days are done, just like every every franchise has that. You know, it was it was Seattle back in 2013, 2014, 2012. Oh, man, no one wants to go there. Blah, blah, blah. couple seasons in. They got figured out all of a sudden. They still are a good team, but they just don't have that same aura. And I think that's what you're seeing with the Chiefs. Does that mean they still won't be in the AFC Championship contending for a Super Bowl? I'm pretty sure they will, but but thing you're starting to see some cracks is what I'm trying to say. Well, I'm trying to pull up the stats right now, but I can't find them. I saw them on Bleacher Report, but our efficiency is no less than top three in the league. There's nothing wrong offense? with that. Offense offense, efficiency? The offense efficiency with yards per play okay. and yards and uh, yards per um, – I forget what this said, but we're no less than top three in that. It's not the offense's fault. I'm t- what I'm trying to say is is that no, the team has not figured us out. It's not that. We're still moving the ball, and we're still scoring at will on people. People going for right. it on fourth and nine, people going for it on fourth and two, fourth and three, when you're supposed to punt – on a dead last defense, they still fear Mahomes. They just don't fear the defense. Yeah. What do you what do you think, AJ? 
you know, obviously it's tough to tell. Uh, this has been a franchise since they've drafted Mahomes that has been uh, put a lot of teams on their heels and seems to always score at will. But I do think that for the most part, what we have seen in consecutive games is when you have an upfront pass rush that can get after Mahomes, it causes problems for that team. We've seen it numerous times with the Chargers. We saw it last year with the Raiders. We definitely saw it in the Super Bowl. Granted, they're offensive line issues, but it, it's it's very clear that that is the key to winning the game. Now, going back to what you said, Jamie, it all depends on execution, and that's the hardest thing to do is to not only have the personnel, but to be able to execute. Uh, I know Brandon's talking about it's not the defense, but the offense has been turning the ball over a lot these past two weeks. Um, so that's obviously an issue. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I do think that a lot of things that we saw people clamoring about Mahomes and talking about how great he was with these no-look passes – him falling to the ground midair and throwing it and still connecting with the pass for 15 yards, 20 yards. A lot of those no-nos that quarterbacks should not do, he's not getting away with those anymore. I think this year we've seen that he is making the mistakes and the turnovers that would lead to those type of plays that didn't plague him in the years prior. And that it's starting to it's starting to come it's starting to get him now. Yeah, he looks he looks human. He looks human this year. He doesn't look unstoppable. But granted, five whole new offensive linemen too. They look good, but still, it's gonna take some time for them to get even better. They're gonna get better as the season goes on. He's got to gel to them just like they got to gel to him because he's off script, you know. And then when he, they are when the pocket's clean, sometimes he bails out too fast. Right. But all in all. If the defense don't get fixed, we won't make the playoffs. Oh, you're crazy. I mean, we won't. Notoriously bad defense for years. No, no, no. I'm no, no. say, you've last, had a bad defense no, no, no. forever. Last, no, last year, two, the, his first year was dead last. Uh, set, and that's when he threw 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. That's not happening this year. Second year, we were middle of the pack. That's when we went on our Super Bowl run. Third year, middle of the pack again. This year, dead last. I know it's week three, but dead last. Yeah, you know, so for me, I look at it like this. I know the Chargers always give you trouble. So, you know, at least yeah, they play that. from my memory going back three three years, they give you trouble. I think you guys blew them out once last year, but they, they typically give you give you some trouble. You know, the Ra- the Ravens game was a back-and-forth deal. Obviously, you, you took the Browns game. So you could very easily be 3-0 and just skirting by. Um, but it just so happens that you're 1-2. You're and two. But I, I – I don't see you guys not making the playoffs. I just that that would be nuts. Unless there's some serious injuries, you're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I was gonna touch on something real quick with the lost track though. You don't remember? What was it? No, I lost track. Well Oh, Chargers, yeah, Chargers always play us tough because they run that Seattle scheme. And that's what always every time I've seen us play whoever plays that Seattle scheme and they have the people to do it with Derwin right. James and yeah uh, Derwin James is a monster Ju- junior yeah. and things like that he played he made an incredible interception and then yeah. Adderley's been playing better too right Adderley's good and then they got the fast linebackers I actually like their linebacker I forget what his name is but he's number 49 or something like that it's very fast agile how's Kenneth Murray looking I have not even seen him yeah okay to be honest um they got the people to fly around and do that. Not a lot of other teams, but they still give us trouble even when the people don't have that. But uh, it's because yeah, Andy yeah. Reid don't change his plays. Andy Reid's still like, we're going to run this. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I told AJ, I think last year, uh, that the Chargers would have the best defense in the league. And then, you know, I think they had a they had a significant slew of injuries. But I think if this, if this defense stays healthy, you look what they did to the Cowboys. You know, Dak didn't have a touchdown. I mean, I'm telling you, these Cowboys offense, I know I keep talking about it, but they're good. And uh, they're they're going to be tough, but uh, the Chargers will stop in stop in the run though. That'd the be Chargers their only, yeah, that'd be their only thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I thought they handled the Cowboys well. I thought they um, 
they did they played you guys tough. And uh, do, does Baltimore play them this year? Oh, the Chargers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they play the... The, the AFC West. All right, put an L in the books. <laughs> I mean, you say that about everybody, every time. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, know what? I'm sorry. They don't, they don't play... Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, they do play the Chargers. Yeah, they do. People took shovels and buried the Ravens, and I don't, I don't think they're dead yet. I think they stuck their hand out like... Uh, Help me out. Like, mass, like Shredder and freaking it's coming alive. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about that Seahawks-Vikings game. I thought that was uh, – I don't know about you guys. I thought that was a pretty good game. I thought Minnesota looked great. 30-17, uh, to 17, both teams come out one and two that game. Kirk Cousins – Kirk Cousins had a day, and we don't say that too often, do we? But Kirk Cousins, 30 for 38, 323 yards, three touchdowns. Russell Wilson came out 23 for 32, 298, and a touchdown. How, what do you guys think about what do you guys think about this game? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I thought they looked they looked impressive. I know they got down, they got down early. I think they went down double digits. Um and then they just played excellent defense. You know, they got after Russell Wilson. It just seemed like he couldn't make anything happen. He kept trying to search for that long bomb, just wasn't hitting. And uh, I think the Vikings are a good team. I think they got robbed out of a, a win a week one. And um, I think, you know, obviously they played Arizona, which is a good team. And that was a close back and forth affair. And then what you saw against the Seahawks, I think they're a good team. And I think they're better than their record shows. And so um, I don't know if that's necessarily me trying to get you know, too high on them or down on the Seahawks. I think those are both good teams, and I think the Vikings just showed it that yes, uh, Sunday. Is Seattle good, though? Seattle's always good, bro. <laughs> um, pretender. No, I think Vikings could definitely be that dark horse team in the NFC. Yeah. Yep, that that defensive line is good. Very good. Yeah, they, they're flying. They, I don't know what it is. They And then they had all those uh, – you know, troubles in the off season stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, they got Patrick Peterson too back there. I mean, they got they got a good they got a pretty they, good defense. Yeah, they got they're solid. Because remember last year, man, their defense was terrible. Yeah, getting gashed. But I mean, here's the thing that I watch with their offense, and I just it just cracks me up all the time. I feel like Kirk Cousins throws more screen passes than any other person I've seen. And like <laughs> it's it's so predictable every single time. I'm like, oh here comes a screen to cook. Oh there goes 10 yards. Here comes another screen. And that's what they do. It's like man but they ain't broke don't fix it, this? huh? Yeah. Hey shout out to Alexander Madison, San Bernardino zone, 26 <laughs> carries, 112 yards, putting uh putting Burdu on the map. Hey, he's a cardinal through and through. Right. Yeah, That's is it. Cook going to be back this week? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question, right, for all those fantasy owners. Yeah, well, I, I think they're playing the Browns, right? Let's see. Michael, this week? Yeah, they're playing the Browns. Yeah, so that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Yeah, that should be. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Browns there just because I'm a Packer fan, so I'm going Browns. <laughs> uh, Pete, Dalvin Cook practices optimistic for Sunday. Okay. So he yeah, but that, like that was a good not... game to highlight. But I want to I want to shoot something to AJ. I want to I want AJ to give me a little primer on those uh, Ravens versus Lions. What what are we talking about? I just want to know how you think you guys played first and foremost, and I want to talk about that officiating at the end. Mm. Well, I mean, if I'm honest with you, I didn't see the game. <laughs> oh, you uh, missed it? Oh, yeah. I was at church in the morning. By the time I got home, it was the end of the fourth quarter, watching Red Zone. Didn't really see anything, but it was, it was, really, it was a really disappointing game. Uh, to be honest with you, the the tackling in the defense is just atrocious right now. Uh, a lot of missed tackles. The inside linebackers aren't playing very well. And a lot of missed opportunities for the game. Lamar was throwing dimes, and the receivers just couldn't hold on to it. Like, I, I, I guess it was too hot coming out. It was burning hands. Watkins <laughs> dropped, a, dropped a touchdown. 
Marquise Brown dropped a touchdown. We call him Bollywood this week. Not Hollywood Brown, but Bollywood Brown um, <laughs> dropped what two touchdowns, and he dropped a dropped a bomb. Uh, what was it, at least what forty plus yards? Yeah, so that was bad. right, right, absolutely. And so that was that was bad because everybody's gonna look at that stat line. I'm like, man, he didn't do anything. But if y'all, if I mean, if anybody was watching and they saw where he was putting the ball, how he, it was great. Yeah. But a, a lot, a lot to build off of. Even though nobody likes when their teams have ugly games, yeah. really ugly and grinded out games. It's it's really good for a team to be able to grind out and win ugly ones, just because every game's not going to be. Every game's not going to be pretty, and there are going to be those games when you have to grind it out and be ugly. So that really goes and really builds up the the perseverance in a team for them to get up for those moments and not quit like we've all heard the Steelers did this past week against the Bengals <laughs> and just quit and give up. What about that 66-yard record-breaking field goal? The goal, Justin Tucker. The greatest kicker of all time, right there. What more can you say? Come on, he has the highest uh, accuracy in the NFL history in his, what, 10-year career, 11-year career? Mm -hmm. He was a free agent in 2012. Um, Yeah, his nine-year, 10-year career, the highest uh, accuracy percentage of a kicker in NFL history. Now he owns the longest field goal in history, and it wasn't in Denver. I think Denver's cheating. You know, it's thin air. You can kick the ball a lot further. You can throw the ball a lot further. So to do it, not in Denver, but then also to have the highest uh, uh, kicking accuracy in history when he plays outside in the in the weather, in inclement weather. He doesn't make all the majority of his kicks in domes where everything's all perfect, no wind, no muddy field. No, he you already know the stadium's outside. All of the AFC North is outside where they deal with that weather. And so for him to have that type of accuracy in those environments, I mean, come on now. He's the GOAT. So you put him over the right there. Absolutely. I was about to say, I was about to say, you know, so I, I'm with you, man. I think I think Justin Justin Tucker is just amazing. Over more I don't Anderson? know that I would I don't know that I would, I would put him over Morty Anderson, but I don't know if I can put him over Vinatieri yet. Because he hasn't had that longevity and that type of success, as far as I think, what did it, what was the stat on Vinatieri? Twenty nine game winning kicks. Um, I mean, he had Bill Belichick calling him the greatest kicker of all time. I, I think, I think it's one of those, you know, who's the best? You know, you might say Justin Tucker is the best. Yeah. Who's the greatest? Yeah. I think Vinatieri is still the greatest. Yeah, it's like going back to like it's the, like the, the clutch whole confused with greatest. Yeah, well, it's going back to the whole quarterback situation. You know, Tom Brady is the greatest, but Aaron Rodgers, basically, you know what I mean? He's like the best we've seen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think. Are you talking about like the the most talented? Is that what you say when you say the best? Yeah, when I say the best is like who at their peak, like at their peak, because like, you know, like for instance, Patrick Mahomes. Then it would be Tucker, yeah. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes hasn't played as long as these other guys, but like his best versus their best, you know, he he still I I would say is has better seasons to throw out there. So mm-hmm. like if you look at who's the best at the pinnacle of their powers, you know, you can give the newcomer the nod, but when you say who's the greatest, it's obviously the guy with the longevity who's been doing it longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I got to go with Vinatieri because, um, yeah, I I mean again, I just the type of playoff success this man has had, clutch kick after clutch kick i just I, I don't know how you can look at that resume and say he's not the greatest mm-hmm. and then he went to oh, another yeah. team and did the same thing oh, he didn't do that with the colts are you tripping did you forget the, did you forget his last three years in the league yeah that, that that's what brought him down last a three years yeah. it was his last he went though and he was still clutch for them i mean you're gonna say oh it was his last three years i mean so was morton anderson he was out there 50 years old still at least kicking at a better percentage than Adam Vinatieri was in his last three years. See, it's, it's see, I mean, that's funny because those just seem like excuses to me. Adam Vinatieri is one of the best kickers 
in the entire NFL history. But when you look at Adam Vinteri, was he one of the most talented? Was was he did he have the most powerful leg? No. Was he the most accurate? No. But what was he? He was absolutely clutch. And we saw that not only in Super Bowls, but we saw that in playoff performances. And so, you know, when you look at his, you know, then when you talk about longevity and you look at his last three, four years when he was completely abysmal, the only reason why he was still on the team was just because of his name. Um, you know, so I, I absolutely put Adam Vinatieri up there, but the greatest, uh, I gotta, it's gotta be Tucker for me. Yeah, uh, but like, what, what type of, I, okay. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like parse hairs here. <laughs> But when you look at resumes, right? Like, how could you possibly say Tucker is better than this guy? Like, from what you've told me, from what you've told me, you're talking about accuracy, and it's like, okay, cool, I'm I'm with that. I like that accuracy, but I don't think accuracy over ten years trumps Vinatieri, which you know, four percent less accurate, and that's with three terrible years. With the type of resume he has, well, that's what I'm looking at. But it's from 2018, so it could be off. But um, oh, you know, it's definitely off. <laughs> it's from 2018. <laughs> but but um, but with that resume, I just I just don't I don't see it. So I mean, give him the longest field goal, give him the most accurate. But I saw him missing kicks in the playoffs last year. Like I, I just I can't I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I don't. I think that's almost blasphemy. But I mean, I I will say the only reason why it's not so crazy is because I think he's on his way. But as of right now, I I just I can't do it. I hear what you're saying, and and I mean, what's what's the most important thing for a kicker for them to Accuracy. make right for them to make field goals? Now you know you can sit here and say, oh, but he's so clutch. I mean, yeah, he is. But you, I don't think you can hold that against another player who haven't had those same moments to be clutch or haven't had those same opportunities and say, hey, you're not as clutch as him when you haven't had those opportunities to take them game-winning threes. You know? Well, let, let's switch gears here, though. Let's go. Should that, should that 66-yarder have even counted? Are you talking about the play clock? Yeah. yeah, B, B what do you think? I, I <laughs> hey man, it happens. I'm not gonna sit here and say my team's never gotten away with anything. It happens. Yeah, bro. I so I'm watching the game live, and my wife is the one looking at, it, and I'm not even looking at it. And she's like, "Look, it's at zero. And I had time to look down, see the zero, look back up, and see they still had to snap the ball. And I'm like, "Uh, what?" And then they snap it, and um. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, wow, that that is that is terrible. The NFL shouldn't even issue an apology to Detroit. Like that's just <laughs> that's just trash. Because as you saw, that would have been a 71 yarder. They wouldn't have even tried that kick. Like they would have they would have done a Maybe. hail mary. Maybe. Nah, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have. <laughs> they wouldn't have. I was surprised they even did the 66 yarder. But I guess he was hitting like from 61 or 60 63 or something like that in practice. But they ain't trying no 71. And you saw that kick barely made it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I just I don't see it. I don't think um, I don't think they would have they would have tried that anyways. But should it have counted? I mean, hey, we ain't gonna get into what ifs, could have, had or should have. The fact of the matter is, it did count. It it did count. But that uh, that missed call was was pretty bad. That was like a full two seconds afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> but like we said, it it does happen. It does happen. You hate. For me, I truly hate blaming the refs. And so I hate when bad calls happen at the end of the games. You know, I'd rather them happen, you know, first quarter or whatever, so we could talk about it and then try to move on and say, hey, you still had adequate time to do what you were supposed to do. But, you know, when they happen at the end of the game, like a fail Mary situation or something like that, it just, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. I'm still waiting on a replay on that pass interference on the fourth <laughs> and nine. Still waiting on a replay. Didn't even show a replay. <laughs> And they called and they, it on the wrong. Said, and they called it on the wrong person. I'm like, this, 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 is, one. Fake. this is fake. This is fake. They don't. Y'all don't need one. Hey, roll mm-hmm. the tape. Roll it. This is fake. Uh, that's what I said. I said. This is fake. You call it on the wrong person, and they don't get show a replay. That's uh, fake. Is, is that your? Uh, is that your week three? Your your week three discussion right there? Is is it the the non the phantom pass interference call? <laughs> 
Yeah, basically. But I'm alright. Like I said, Jamie, <laughs> I'm trying not to blame the refs. You know, when you when when you start getting into that, you can complain every game. Yeah. So, but you know, I I feel like it's been particularly egregious, and that could just be me. I'm watching the Packers and 49ers game, and Ooh. you know, we got a rookie out there, Eric Stokes. You know, playing defense. I want to see how he is. Man, I you see these receivers falling, falling, and. Eric Stokes is in, in, in the area. He puts his finger on the dude. The dude's fallen already. Definitely ain't catching that ball, and they call pass interference. Now, like, here's, here's the things that bug me about it, because I don't think our defense is that good, but they were playing in an awesome game in that first half, and they should have got the shutout. And then, uh, you know, so third down on the goal line, they uh, where, where, where Rashawn Gary and, and Preston Smith are sacking uh, Jimmy G., he throws the ball into the dirt. Don't get it back to the don't get it back to the uh, line of scrimmage. He throws it to get out of the sack. That's intentional grounding. Nothing. I'm like, all right. So then they bring in Trey Lance. He runs around like Kaepernick and gets a quick touchdown. So we didn't get the shutout in the first half. Then uh, you know there, there's crazy roughing the passer on Jair Alexander. More passing interference. I'm just like, bro, like how come this is happening on every third down? Um, the only call that I thought they did pretty well on, and it happened on third down again, was that tripping call. I think I talked to you about that, AJ. But uh, We talked about that. I mean, it could just be because I don't like the Niners, and so I'm looking at everything <laughs> hypercritical. And I do like the Packers, so I'm looking at things you know, even more hypercritical with that combination. The Niners have had our number for quite some time, um, and I thought we played well enough to win, and I just felt like the officiating was just terrible. And I go on Twitter, and I got the 49er fans telling me, like, yeah, this is terrible. I mean, they they tried to take Devontae Adams' head off and no flag. Hey, like, bro. we need to talk about that concussion and him coming right back out. <laughs> yeah, he's different. He's different. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but before we get to that, um, you know, the biggest – I thought that that roughing the passer on Jair Alexander was egregious. I know the year before it was a defender can take two steps. Now, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, the defender can only take one step before they hit the quarterback after they get rid of it. And that was within one step. One step, yeah. yeah. He gave him a light shot. He didn't pull him down. He didn't take him on right, his butt. He didn't even slam him. Yeah. And, the, and there was a PI, I mean, and there was a roughing the passer call for that. Third Absolutely down, we get off the field. Yeah, it was crazy. And then each of those, they scored seven. Like each one of those like bad calls that I thought was pretty egregious, like they, they put up seven. I'm like, man. I, like, I think roughing like, the passer shouldn't even be called unless it's just egregious, you know? Yeah, we gotta we gotta I mean, find a way to bring that Tom back. Brady. Yeah, yeah like where it's like, hey, that, that quarterback was pile driven. Like he was the yeah. Undertaker came out and yeah. pile drove this dude. Then <laughs> it's like, okay, call that roughing the passer. All but that, like these these know? hard tackles, like let these hard tackles go, man. So and I'm I'm saying that now, but then you know when when Barr slams Aaron Rodgers into the ground and breaks his collarbone, I'm like, hey man, call that. He slams him on his neck again. Yeah. <laughs> for for oh, all yeah. those who are listening, is uh, the reason why the roughing the passer call has been worse and worse over the years is just because of the product. So when you lose a top quarterback, you lose one of these good quarterbacks like uh, Bernard Pollard taking out Tom Brady, and now quarterbacks can't get hit under the knees anymore, is because you lose these top players, and now the product on the field is significantly worse. And if you have a bad product out there, you're going to lose money. And we all know what drives all of these uh, these leagues. It's, it's, it's the money game. Except, uh, you know, I guess if you, you, can, you can suplex all these mobile quarterbacks all you want, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you running? You running? You getting, you getting taken out? He's a runner. I think that's fair though. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, as fair. long as yeah, as long so if they're running and they're outside that pocket and they're they're taking off downfield, it's already hard enough to bring Lamar down. Um, you know, I, I I give them a little more leniency with the type of tackles they can get away with. They shouldn't be anything crazy, but um, you know, if he's in the pocket to pass and they come hitting him in the knees and and you know pile driving, I'm like that that stuff should be called just like the other pocket guys. I think the biggest issue with that is the inconsistency because you saw that a lot with Cam Newton a couple years ago when they were hitting Cam Newton like what we see many of these flags come out for and the refs weren't throwing those flags for Cam Newton. 
And I think it's because they look at him like, wait, well, he runs the ball. So, you know, what's a hit in the backfield after he lets it go? I think that's, yeah. that's the biggest issue on that point. So let's, let's talk about um, James' favorite player in the league, Josh Allen, real quick. <laughs> I kept getting text messages. Hey, hey, Mr. Allen. Well, first it was Josh Allen would like a word with you. It was like every touchdown, Josh Allen would like a word with you. Then it became Mr. Allen would like a word with you. I was like, are you serious? I was, Look at this guy. I was like, okay. Yeah, Josh Allen, he, he balled out that game. But let, let's not get bamboozled. Washington has a terrible defense. Probably one of the league's worst defenses that was overhyped coming into the season. So when you have two mediocre games against two average defenses – and then you come out and slam dunk on one of the league's worst defenses. Now everybody wants to be yelling again, MVP, MVP. Like, hey, right. calm down, calm down, masses. Let's, let's calm down. Let's see another couple games before everybody wants to start screaming MVP again like they did in the preseason. You want to look at their three games that they played? Washington? No, Buffalo. Okay, let's hear it. It was Pittsburgh 1. Dolphins and Washington. That's <laughs> not looking very hot right now. <laughs> and they yeah. took, and they lost to the Steelers. Yeah, but the Steelers have a good defense, man. They do yeah. not have a good defense. Stop they saying not, that. They do not have a good defense. They do. The, I'm telling the you. Bengals the Bengals just dunked on them. The Bengals. Yeah, but that's a divisional game, and I think the Bengals are better than expected. Why would they quit divisional games? But let's look at the last 15 years of divisional games against the Bengals and see how many wins they got on them. If I they, mean, they are they are two and one though, and they're looking better. <laughs> John Burrow looks pretty good. If you're telling me that people are saying that they gave up, that's not a good defense. Well, yeah, look, so let, let's up. look at the Bengals. Let's look at the Bengals though. So remember, we talked about the Vikings being a. They got the Vikings got robbed because that wasn't a fumble in overtime by Cook. But nonetheless, they still played them to a draw, essentially. Took them into overtime, got the the break, and won against the Vikings. They lost a narrow one in Chicago. Soldier Field, always a tough place to go in there and play. Then they lost to – or they Ooh. beat the Steelers. Now they got Jacksonville. That's another W next week. And then they got the Packers. That might – I mean, that's going to be a tough one. So, they, I mean – They lost to Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, I lost 20-17. Hey, to 17. Stop, stop. Let's stop right there. Let's <laughs> cut it. Stop. Hey, quit rolling. They lost to Chicago. So Matt Nagy, they'll cut it out. Let's let's. Yeah, but <laughs> that, but I mean, Chicago didn't look too bad before that last game. All right, okay. So you're pushing for the Bengals right now. Um, over five hundred. Uh, let's see. Three. Well, it's hard to be five hundred now, isn't it? Five hundred now without yeah, well, you a draw. Have a tie. Yeah, yeah. Right, but I don't even think that would make you 500. It might knock you down some. But yeah, I mean, no. so, so let's look at it because no, you know eight and eight, 500. eight and eight was the 500. Nine and seven, yeah. even though you have one more win, it's still technically a winning yeah. season. Yeah, they'll get um, seven. So, they'll get they'll get seven or seven uh, minimum. So you got under. Yeah, I got yeah, them. I got them seven. under eight. I got them at seven. That's seven and ten, right? Yeah. Just look okay. at the end of their schedule. Raiders, Steelers, Chargers, Niners, Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns. I'm not, I'm not worried about any of those teams, bro. <laughs> hey, to be honest with you guys, I know you guys are going to think this is funny, but I don't think the AFC is that good. And so I, I talked to you about this. Um, I talked to you about this last the time. AFC I don't think the NFC is Three years good. running. All right, hold on a second. Hold on a second. We'll, we'll get to that, B. We'll get to that. Right. But let me let me just stay here for a second. I don't think the AFC is that good. And the same thing I thought last year. I didn't think you guys were that good last year. And here's the here's the reason, because you're top-heavy every year. And here's the deal. That top-heaviness ain't ain't working so far three games into the season. I mean, you got the Raiders 3-0. You got the Denver. They're frauds, and they're 3-0. They're and, and then you got mm -hmm. Tennessee, who's 2-1. None of those teams are scary. The best team to me in the AFC right now is the Cleveland Browns. The oh second God. best team, in my opinion, you guys are going to think this is funny, but is the Chargers, then the Bills, then the Chiefs, then the Ravens. So I'm not worried about this. I'm not worried about these teams. You flip over to the NFC and let's, let's take a quick gander. Let's take yeah, a perusal, if you will. So now you got 
the Dallas Cowboys, who I think, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. Interact me if I need to jump off this hype train. But I think this offense is going to explode. I think this hype. I think this offense is going to explode. I think they are the real deal. I think they 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 went toe to toe with the champs week one, and then they've won the next two games, beating the Chargers and absolutely dismantling the Eagles. I think the Chargers are playoff contenders. I think the Cowboys are going to be there in the end. Now you drop over to the NFC West. This division is stacked and they're beastly. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, no, hold on. Not. Every expert you find, I don't me care. One, I don't care. Find me one expert. So hold on, hold on. This, this is I'll hilarious. Say, you say your piece. I'll say my piece on the NFC West. Mark, you you find me one expert, one that says the NFC West is not mm-hmm. the best division in the NFL. Okay, that's fine. They could be the best, but I'll tell you right now my piece. You just said they could be the best, but you'll tell me your piece. So go ahead. Okay, the Cardinals. Didn't they start off like five and two last year and then didn't even make the playoffs? Why are we hyping them up so much? Why are they such a good team? Because look at their additions, man. They're gonna okay, be but good. why why are they such a good team when they when they're going down to the wire on bad teams? Who I mean, and they're not even like I said, they gotta prove to themselves. I'm not gonna just sit there and say, Oh yeah, they're great. They're just great. I'm just saying you gotta you gotta look you gotta look and see. What they have they done five and so two far? and missed the playoffs last year. I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So okay. that's that's a reason to pump the brakes, but Ram, let's not just count Rams are the done. real deal. Rams are the real deal. Okay. We'll see the Cardinals play the Rams next, so we'll get a good gauge on what's what. Niners? What are they? Are they good? Or are they I think they're I, I think they're good. Their defense ain't that their defense is not the same. Based on what? Based on what I've seen for these past three weeks. Okay, so what did you see the first two weeks that let you know their defense wasn't the same? that their back end is not good, and then they're not getting home because Buckner's not there. They don't have nobody in inside pressure no more. So Bosa's getting chipped, and so that way you can take care of him, and their back end is suspect. Okay, so they didn't get home against the Packers, but they got home against the Eagles. And they With got no home Bakhtari and your other tackle out, right? So you were Yeah, yeah no, no, they, 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 they had a good game plan for them. But what I'm saying is, you look at, so the Lions came back on them in the end of the third, and into the fourth. Mm-hmm. Lions put up 33 points, which was just ridiculous because the Lions aren't that good. But We're I don't know if that count was Philly. We're not gonna count Philly for anything on offense. Yeah, that was that was pretty abysmal showing. So so what are they? What are the Niners? I, I think they're good, but you, you but okay. see, this is one of those this is one of those things where time will tell. I think you look at that coach, you look at their the pieces they have on defense, you look at Debo Samuel's emergence, you look at Jimmy G playing better. And then mm-hmm. Trey Lance and the situationals. I think they got the talent all mm-hmm. over both sides of the ball to be effective and to be legitimate. I think. But are you going to say there. that they, they deserve to be put like top, like you're saying, top heavy? Like, oh yeah, they're just so great. That way, everybody's calling the NFC West just so great that all these teams well, yeah. are just so dominant. Okay, so do any of us think that the Seahawks are not going to make the playoffs? Maybe I do. I might. I, I, I don't want to hear might. Do you think they will yes. not make the playoffs? I'll say okay. yes. All right, I got B as a yes. AJ, what do you got? Seahawks are currently one and two. I think the Seahawks do make the playoffs if you just look at their history. But again, if you look at their history, they're always that one and done team in the playoffs. Oh, they're not doing nothing. Yeah, they're they're pretenders, but they always get there. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, but but so this is why. Okay, now let me say that they probably will. They they will make the playoffs because the NFC is not that great. The NFC NFC is not as good as everybody seems. Is because you got the Packers coming out the north, but the Bears, Vikings, and Lions. So the Vikings will take one wild card spot. The NFC East, it's the Cowboys and nobody else. Then you have the NFC South, which would probably be the Buccaneers. Panthers will probably fall off, we see. Saints, we don't even know what Jameis Winston is going to be or any of that offense. And their defense is really good, but you know, who's that? are they going to take it from the Saints? The Saints no. and the Seahawks. And then the Niners, like you're saying, we don't know what they are. So uh, this whole thing about the NFC being so great and so stacked, I think it's not that good. No, and I, I hear you as far as like, I'm not saying they're so great. I mean, you look at the NFC East and outside of the Cowboys, you got dung. They are trash. <laughs> and then you look at you look at you look at Detroit. See, Detroit has been in every game except for except for the um, the Packers game, and they were in that game even in the first half. So I don't really know what they are. I don't think Detroit's going to end up with a good record, but I think they're better than we let we're, we're letting on. I think the Vikings will be good. I think Panthers fall off, like you said. Tampa Bay's good. I see Cowboys, Packers, Tampa Bay, Rams, Cardinals, 
Niners, Seahawks, as all good teams in any of those teams can be in the NFC ship. I think when you flip over to the AFC, I don't see that. I don't see that. Not Cardinals and Seahawks. Okay. No. Okay. I just don't. I just don't see it. I don't see Cardinals. I'll, I'll give you the Seahawks because I, to be honestly, and I, I continue to say this, whenever the Seahawks are in the playoffs, I just want the Packers to play the Seahawks because I think they are always the easiest team. Um, I think they yeah, are just a tremendously flawed team. Yeah, I think that's just an easy, easy W. But on, when you look at the AFC, I think the Bills are good. Ravens. Um, I'm gonna skip the AFC South, man, because I think they're trash. Yeah, they're trash. Uh, I'm going to go, and I think your division right now is looking pretty hot, but I think really it's just going to be the Kansas City Chiefs and the and the um, Chargers. Yes. Now, so- the, Raiders, the Raiders have been impressing me, but I, I'm still not ready. I mean, their pass rush is ferocious, and I told that to AJ when I saw them tear the tear the Ravens apart. Eh, that's neither here nor there, but we'll pass it. We'll <laughs> All right, let me, let me step in the ring for a minute. All right, so obviously Jamin's been on this this wagon for about three years now and he's been the the very he's been in the very vast minority in this because all pundits have talked about how the afc was always stacked and the nfc had very few to very little teams and they've been saying that's this what you had years. tom brady that's what you had tom brady yeah but that was with the tom brady patriots that weren't doing anything for those two to three years it's true uh now and, you know, of course, Jamin's still on that. And I hear what you're saying. I, I, I agree with you with those like, NFC teams. Um, you know, obviously, you got the Packers. You have the, the Rams. Right now, I would say the Cardinals, but it, it remains to be seen because they always fizzle out in mid to late season. Right. So we'll have to see. But, I mean, you know, when you look at the AFC, obviously, you have – Denver has a 3-0 record, but they're not for real. But you have the, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs have a 1-2 and two record, they, we know who the Chiefs are. You go to the North, you have the Browns, the Ravens, and the Bengals, like you just said, because the Bengals are about to be 3-1 and one as of tomorrow. Yeah. You go, you have the Bills in the East. A lot and of people would argue, a lot of people would argue with, about the Titans in the South. Still, but that just sounds <laughs> from top we, to bottom more meatier than looking on the east side. Uh, but you know, time will tell, and we'll definitely see. AFC North and AFC West, those are the divisions that anyone needs to worry about. You can disregard the AFC South, you can disregard the East, just take the bills out. You know, I. I I hear you. I don't think Tennessee is a very good team, but I think Tennessee has a recipe for success when it comes to December, January games. Feed Henry. Exactly. You know, get up with Henry and let Tannehill hit that play action. I think their defense is even more suspect this year than they were last year, but we'll see we'll see how that how that goes i don't think anybody anybody outside of that team in the south is nothing anybody outside of the bills are are nothing but we'll see so so let's look ahead now what what, what we're going to do now is we're we're each going to pick a game in week 4 uh talk about it a little bit if be said and and give our picks on it now i, I we'll I'll go for it first. This isn't a game I'm picking per se, but it is tomorrow's game. And we don't even need to talk about it. Personally, I don't think there's much to talk about. But if anybody has something to say about it, please let it be said. We have the Cincinnati Bengals welcoming just the terrible Jacksonville Jaguars. I I guess the only over-under for this is how many more games until Urban Meyer dips out and goes somewhere else? (laughs) <laughs> I got the Bengals coming out with a W. I think they're just going to absolutely harass Trevor Lawrence. Jacksonville goes 0-1-4. Bengals go 3-1. Ogunjobi is on a terror right now um, for the Bengals. He He's playing yeah. lights out. Yeah, But, I, I mean, everybody might think of this game as being a, 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 you know, a slouch game to change the channel, but 
I mean, I'm looking for a competitive Bengals team that's we don't know can be that good to this Jaguars team. Are they going to put up a fight? Can Lawrence show who he, what he's going to be? That's what I'm going to be tuned into. I haven't watched any Jacksonville games. So this is going to give me an opportunity to see, okay, is he making those rookie mistakes? What is Urban Meyer doing? Is it his fault? Because he could be putting him in some bad situations. Or is the Jacksonville Jaguars just so bad that they can't even compete with a Bengals team that we don't know if they're good or not yet with that loss to the Chicago Bears? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you both. Actually, I think uh, I think Bengals roll. I think they get the W. But I'm in, I'm interested to see if Trevor Lawrence can can show us a little of that potential that got him drafted number one overall. I think he has what six or seven interceptions already. It's um, not looking too good. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that was a topic I wanted to touch on. Obviously, we're low, we're we're short on time, but I wanted to talk rookie quarterbacks and just how unimpressive it's been. Three weeks into the season, that'll be a topic for the next pod and another week of, you know, hopefully, hopefully development. All right. So, all right. Somebody hit me with a game. I just, I just think we're quick. I just think we've been spoiled a little bit. Very well said. I agree. Okay. All right. So we've got the next game. Um, I'll go. I, there's two good games that I'm looking at. I think the best game will probably be Seahawks and Niners because I think they're both both pretty good teams. But the one that I'm really interested in is uh, Raiders and Chargers on Monday night. Um, like I said, the Raiders have been playing very well. And I, I think the Chargers just have a dynamite defense. So I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Most of the games the Chargers are going to be in are going to be pretty low-scoring. But you think it's going to um, be low? I think so, man. I think the Chargers defense is not giving up more than 24 points. That's... That's a high, I mean, so if they give up 24, what do you think the Chargers are going to score? 27. That's a high scoring game, right? Okay. Over 40 combined points. Okay. I mean, it's in today's league, I mean, in today's league, if a team okay. doesn't get to 30, I mean, I'm saying you're doing something pretty good. You're talking about individual teams, right? Yeah. Okay. Man, to me, a low scoring game is like 20, under to, 20. 20, yeah. to four, 20 to 14 or something like that. Okay, are, okay, are, fair are enough. Are you guys talking about combined or individual? With combined, low combined. Okay. Well, no, yeah, no, no. I, uh, individual score 20 to 14. So, like, 30-point range, I think, is low scoring. Combined. 50, combined. 50 okay. yeah, 30-point range for combined is low scoring. 50-point, yeah. I think, is high. I would okay. agree with okay. that. The over-under is 52. I On think the, it's oh, over. I'm taking, I'm taking under. You're taking Under? Yeah, man. I'm taking over, dude. I think Derek Carr's gonna light it up. I think freaking Herbert's oh, gonna think, light it up. Oh, you think you think Carr's gonna light it up? They both really can't run the ball. I mean, they got yeah, Eckler back there. Eckler looked, looked good running the ball last week. Everybody looks good running the ball against us. That's <laughs> what happens. Yeah, I'm what excited happens to see. If, I'm excited to see if Henry Ruggs is for real. He's not. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> I think Henry Ruggs is just that guy. He's that go deep with him guy. He's he's that MVS. He's that all or nothing. Except he has better hands. You yeah. know, I'm yeah. I'm I'm rolling. Raiders have no defense. While they may have a defensive line, uh, that that's all I'm going to give them. They yeah, give they up. They still don't have they, a defense. They give up way too much. And they constantly find themselves in trying to score late. I, I'm taking the Chargers in this one. Yeah, I would take the Chargers, the Chargers too. Just if we're taking the points, well, wait, you guys taking the points? Uh, what's this? Let me see. What is it? Chargers minus three. Oh yeah, I'm taking that for sure. Uh, take <laughs> the points. I'll take the points too, but it'll probably be a, a wash. I think the Chargers win by three. Okay. Um, because okay. if you look at you know Vegas played Pittsburgh, who's not looking so hot right now and has no offense. And then they went to overtime with Miami with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback. Jacoby Brissett's a solid quarterback. He's not a he's not a bum. <coughs> but excuse me. <clears throat> but they still did go into overtime against this Miami team who has no business, you know, had no business even being close if the Raiders are saying who they who they are. So I think Chargers kind of put that nail in that coffin about, you know, I think they catch them sleeping, thinking that they're good and they go against the team, and I think they 
think it's going to be not as close as they think. Yeah, I, just want, I want you guys. But to it stop is division. The, it is division. It is. I want you guys to stop bashing the Steelers because I think they're going to light us up, and so I want. Them, I don't want us to be lit up by a bad team. <laughs> I don't think they'll score more than freaking twenty-four points a game in a game. Correct me if they probably already have, huh? Did you guys see that? Nah. The Roethlisberger throw the ball and falling down. <laughs> is he hurt? No, he's just old. <laughs> I mean, he's right, always hurt. Be? Um. AJ took my game, but what uh, game was that? The Thursday game. Oh, that, that, that wasn't my game. I just that's tomorrow. So I mean, that one has to be set. Oh, okay. I'll, I mean, I'll I'll jump on that. Uh, we'll jump on the Cardinals Rams. I know it's kind of easy, but we'll see how Cardinals fare against the defense that is very fast, and we'll see how they block Aaron Donald. And I don't think. Kyler's going to be able to run around and do these little plays that, you know, he miraculously does. He'll probably still get his rushing yards, but I don't think it's going to be that good of a game. I think it's going to be like kind of like a wash. So who do you got? I have the Rams. Okay. And they're minus four and the over-under is 55. I'll take the points and I would go under. Okay. All right, I'm gonna take the Cardinals on this one. Ooh, yeah. going down. I, I want to take the Cardinals too. I take the Cardinals on points too. Yeah. Um. I. I think. I think. You know, the card divisional game. You know, the Rams have been riding high. I think they're down. They're good. They're up for a letdown. They just beat the champs. Um. I. I, I think. I think. Uh. I think Cardinals come out and surprise them. But we'll see. Yeah, that Arizona defense is is solid. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, same. I'm gonna take the Cardinals. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Cardinals plus four and a half. I'm also gonna say under fifty five. I so what I can recall, it seems like the Cardinals play their division opponents tough. And I agree with you, Jamie. I think the Rams are up for a letdown. I think they have the good they have good receivers to challenge that secondary. And you have a mobile quarterback in Kyler Murray who's not going to be a statue, and he's going to be able to move away from Aaron Donald. Not saying Aaron Donald's going to be – he's going to negate him, but he's going to hes going to be able to move from him. So I'm going to take Cardinals. All right, gentlemen. Now the game of the week, the Ravens at the Broncos. <laughs> huh. Okay, oh, that ends man. our podcast for today. <laughs> Everybody's like, man, he always picks that duh. Yeah, all right. Anyways, Ravens go to Broncos. They look to to spoil the Broncos undefeated streak of beating some bad teams. But right now they got Denver minus one. I think you all know who I have. I have the Ravens. If anybody can find me a bet. For oh, they got, the Ravens and the points, hey, give it to me. They got Denver minus one? Yes. Take it out all day. Right now. I got to right. get on that right now. <laughs> exactly. Hey, double it up. Yeah, yeah that's that's crazy right there. I, I mean, I, the Denver does not have – has not beat a team with a win. But their defense is supposedly good. Right, but they're a divisional opponent for you, so you better be rooting for the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, especially because they're three and zero. We need all the help we can get. Right. But all right, it'll it'll be a good week. When are we when are we coming back? When the stars align, it seems. When the stars align. <laughs> <laughs> well, this about wraps up the podcast. Hopefully, we'll be back Tuesday, Wednesday. Hopefully somewhere in between that time. And we'll actually have more time to talk. We can talk about that that shysty Lyle Collins uh, trying to pay off the drug administrators uh, (laughs) so he doesn't have to take that. Man, how how dirty is that? We can talk about the rookie quarterbacks. And then we can be back and talk about the games. Uh, But hopefully, you know, we can get more consistent and have more open time so we can – bring this discussion and continue to chop it up about all this stuff. So before we go, any closing thoughts? Go Chiefs. Uh, Better officiating across the board.
<laughs> I agree. I yeah. agree with that. It's been hey, bad. You can't, you can't argue with that. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Hey, uh, just uh, if you if you catch somebody over here going crazy for cowboys, you know, I'm just gonna drop kick them every time. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but hey, that concludes the podcast. That includes our opinionated episode two of the new 2021 season. We'll be back to talk about everything we discuss and look at our picks. Hey, hopefully, we hit on them. Hopefully, you all win in your fantasy. We'll see how it goes. Until next week, have a good night. Take care.